Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Live from the Work Human booth at Unleash America in Vegas this year, Joel and I were able to sit down with some great practitioners and industry voices. Sit back and enjoy this exclusive episode powered by our friends over at Work Human. Answer the human need to be recognized, developed, and celebrated at workhuman.com. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. We are back, everybody, uh, recording live from Unleash America from the Work Human booth. And we welcome J.D. Cummings. Vice President of Recruiting at Raising Canes, and previously, before that, at Chipotle. Oh, my God. So the guy knows a thing or two about fine food and high-volume hiring. I tell you what, man, Joel Joel is in fucking heaven right now. Last time time we actually saw J.D., Years ago, JD, did you send us coupons or did you like give them to like out of your pocket? Because gift Joel cards, was going I travel, I travel crazy. with them. So yes. Gift yeah. cards, yeah. Okay. So we got it was at an Isom's event. He pulls out the gift cards. Uh-huh. Joel automatically starts drooling. <laughs> He's like, "We have a raising canes, just new location." Chad, one just opened up a couple miles from me. And the line is insane, so I, I'm going to wait it out a little bit. Well, you're not alone. Our sauce was actually rated the most craveable sauce in the United States just recently. So I'm all about Did the sauce. Did you dethrone Chick-fil-A? Uh, I don't know if they were on that list or not, okay. but, but I know that we are now officially the most craveable. So. And did you get a, uh, a wrestling belt for that? <laughs> oh, that's, what, that's a, a good one. Yeah. champion chain. Should have that? like a chicken head on it, like a on fire chicken <laughs> like, head. Like the neon sign at Hot Ones. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, most craveable sauce. Oh, yeah. I think Technomic uh, gives us a nice little plaque for that. So, yes, oh, something. So sweet. even though you get those really cool plaques and awards, it's still hard to find people. It is. Especially yeah. 
high volume, which is your specialty. So talk a little bit about that. Talk talk about some of the problems, some of the obstacles that you guys are facing right now. Yeah, we, um, just like any other company out there, we got hit really hard in 2021, the great wow. resignation. But we took some extreme measures. One of the, the neat things that we did is our leadership shut down our support office and sent everybody from our support office out to the restaurants to work. Put on an apron, big boy. And also to recruit. So I ah. had to, to very quickly teach a bunch of accountants and marketing people how to be <laughs> recruiters. And we took extreme measures. We got our restaurant staff back up. So going into early 2022, we were in such a better place than most other concepts. And we've kind of held and maintained that for a while. Wow. So we're doing all right, but it but it's still hard. Have you ever heard of an all hands kind of scenario like that, where it's like batten down the hatches, give me all the accountants, give me all the salespeople, give me all whatever. We have to focus in these areas. You are all now recruiters because if we don't have people. JD's LinkedIn literally says fry cook yeah. and something else. Fry cook and cashier. In We're, addition to VP yeah. of recruiting. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Which is so, very cool. So have you heard of other companies doing that before? I have not. And, I hadn't either. And the reaction was really interesting. There's a lot of people that were like saying, hey, it's, it's, it's about time that the folks in the corporate office got to know what it's like to work on the front line. And, and what's interesting is our culture is we're deeply rooted in the restaurants. We run restaurants. We own and operate all of our own restaurants. And so everybody who comes in, regardless of their role, they spend a couple of weeks working in the restaurant as the first part of their training. Yep. And then each year we go back and recertify, work in a restaurant uh, for a week. Have you leveraged that? Like if I go look for a job on your site, do you have pictures of the CEO fry, you know, frying cooked chicken up in the back? Have you have you leveraged <laughs> it or is it just a word of mouth thing? It's a great idea. We have not leveraged that in You're our welcome. recruitment marketing yet. Yeah. Oh, thank advice. you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow, we're giving, giving it all away today. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, all away. All away. It's part of our pitch in the recruiting process. We talk about it, you know, yeah. with the candidates. Say, hey, part of this is you're going to work in the restaurants, you know, you're... You have to earn the fry cook and cashier title. So another big issue with where you are has been um, minimum wage and salaries. And we see from Walmart to Target to McDonald's just wages going up and up. What is Raising Cane's sort of view on minimum wage and, and via states or, or do you fluctuate by location? How does how does that work? It does fluctuate a little bit by location. Our, our goal is to be uh, as competitive as we can be but we have to operate within the confines of the economic model of our restaurants. But uh, our average wage for crew members has gone up significantly over the last, say, four or five years. I think our average crew member across the system is around or close to $15 an hour right now. A lot of our markets are paying a premium above and beyond that. Yep. And um, we've, we've invested very heavily in our hourly manager ranks and our salaried manager ranks. And we, we've launched this new thing. Uh, it's a new evolution of our crew journey. So making sure that at, at every stop, and, and really our crew members now are in control of their earnings. So you'll start at, let's say, $15 an hour in some of our restaurants. It, based on how many hours they work, so once they accumulate 100 hours or 400 hours of certain milestones, and how many areas in the restaurant that they've completed training on, they get a raise automatically. So it's not based on once a year we do a merit review or twice yeah. a year. It's based on how much have you worked, how much have you learned while you're here, you automatically get a 25 or 50 cent raise at every milestone. Is that unique to you or is that a common in the industry? We're seeing it in some other concepts, okay. but the way that we've structured it, I think is unique. And it's every 600 hours worked after a certain point, there's just an automatic raise that happens. And uh, it does have a cap on it. Like our crew members will eventually get to the point where you know, the, the next step, they, they need to go to an hourly management right. position because yeah. they've they kind of maxed out on what they can earn as a crew member. But it puts them in control of their earnings. You know, if you want that 50% raise, there's an easy way for you to attain it. It's, yeah. it's not whether your manager likes yeah. you or not. It's 
how hard are you working? Well, and that gives you this very military time and service. You're getting paid for time and service, but there are caps on that. You have to get promoted. Yep. to get to that next point, right? So it's that time that you're spending, obviously gaining the expertise, et cetera, et cetera. You do have, obviously, you know, your your evaluation reports and whatnot for promotion, but still all those time and grade pay ups happen. Yep, absolutely, yeah. So we talk a lot about technology on the show, as you know. What are some invaluable technologies to you that help you fill seats within these restaurants? Any, any tools that you could not live without. I mean, high volume, entry level, SMS messaging is is absolutely critical. Okay. Our candidates would prefer to communicate via text message oh, versus, God, yeah. yeah. So having that fully integrated into our ATS where that conversation string, if it's recruiter, hiring manager, whoever's communicating with them, we can see the entire string of conversation. So we're not messaging them the same thing three different times from three different users. So that's been really, really important to us. Is some of that automated or is that all human to human from one when they apply? We have the ability to automate and there are some messages that are like when we initiate a background check, they get an automatic message that says, hey, go check your email. There's a background check that you need to go complete. But most of it is actual conversation. We want our restaurant managers to be authentic and genuine and reach out to somebody and say, hey, I saw your application. Love to chat with you. When are you available for an interview? We don't want it to feel like it's a bot talking to them. We, we want them to know it's a real human being who's saying like, hey, I want to chat with you. Well, on the high volume side, though, most of them don't care if it's a bot because they usually don't get the messaging anyway. They go into a black hole until they hopefully one day find something out whether they got the job or not. So is that really a big deal? Whether it sounds like a bot or not, just getting connection and engagement, isn't that like Job one? Yes. Uh, we encourage all of our restaurant managers, no matter what, to reach out to every candidate that applies. And sometimes it's reaching out to say, hey, your availability doesn't work with my schedule right now. Check yeah. back with me later. Or sometimes it's just, hey, I'd love to chat with you. Come in for an interview. We want to interview every candidate. Now, the fact that a candidate may not be offended by a bot, it does go against our culture, which is one of being very genuine and authentic and, and, and wanting that culture to come across in our communications so that yeah. it's not a canned templated messages, you know, that, that hits their inbox. Is there a happy medium though? Because these managers are so damn busy. They've got so many tasks. This is one of them. It's incredibly important. Don't get me wrong. Is, is there a way, especially seeing that, you know, new generative AI and whatnot, is there a way you think that we might, you might be able to bridge that to make it easier? The happy medium is coupons for everybody <laughs> yeah. for free chicken. No, we, we've actually toyed around with the idea of offering post-interview free lemonade offer, you know, because our lemonade is an upgraded beverage in the sure. restaurant and it's fresh squeezed lemonade and all that. So it's wonderful. But just to say, hey, thank you for coming in for interviewing us. Regardless of the outcome of the interview, we'd love for you to come back, you know, visit us again, come back to the restaurant. So we have kind of toyed around with the, sort of the free coupon idea. But going back to conversational AI, I, we're not opposed to it. It's, it's not a definitive, we're not going to do that. I think we would have to think very cautiously about how we would approach it so that it feels authentic to our brand. Yeah. Okay. Another hot issue has been automation. Now, based on your previous comments, I'm guessing whether you're a fan of automation or not, the human touch is very important at Raising Cane's. But we've seen stories where Wingstop, McDonald's, companies are starting to experiment with humanless restaurants. What does the <laughs> landscape look like at some point? I you mean, JD wouldn't have to yeah. be a fry cook? <laughs> That's crazy. 
I don't, I don't foresee that in our future in any way, shape, or form. I think the service industry is special because of the people that are in it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and for us especially, we're not your traditional QSR. You know, when you come to Raising Cane's, the experience should feel different. As soon as you walk in that door, the, the crew members are greeting you. Hey, welcome to Cane's. When you come through our drive-thru, we have these clever sayings that are approved, of course. But, you know, hey, 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 want some chicken today? It's not the sort of canned greeting that you get in most drive throughs and uh-huh. would you like to try our special sandwich today? You know, it's uh, it's very playful. And so that experience is part of what our customers appreciate about our brand. It's not just the great food, the amazing Texas yeah. toast, the awesome sauce, and the great chicken. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Nachos. (laughs) Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Look, do you see what you did there? The awesome song. See what you did there? Okay, so, nice. so many companies, they might not think like raising canes, right? Which means they're not getting the outcomes. And what I mean by that is they don't treat their employees great and therefore the employees are not treating the customers great which is obviously affecting the bottom line how much focus on manager training understanding retention turnover i would assume many of these gms understand it because they have to fill the positions on a day-to-day basis do do they 
And are you pressing to them that how they're treating employees and how they're being flexible and whatnot directly goes to the bottom line and whether that customer comes back or not. It's everything to us. Yeah. And, and it started with the first restaurant when Todd opened up and uh, in August of 1996, he had these students from LSU that were working in the restaurant, working so hard. He turned a profit that first month. It was only $30, but he did turn a profit. Uh-huh. And the first holiday that came around was Halloween, and he didn't have a lot of money to reward his crew with, to give him any bonuses or anything like that. But he remembered when he was in elementary school, his teacher used to give everybody a ghost pop, which is a blow pop with a little Kleenex around it and a ghost face on it. And so he went out. That's what he could afford to do for his crew as a special little reward. And he gave them a ghost pop that had a note on it that says, thanks for all your hard work. I couldn't do this without you. It was a little token of his appreciation. We still do that today. So we're sourcing 50,000 ghost pops at Halloween. Probably from Bamco. But, <laughs> Probably. But, but that is uh, one element of our culture that kind of explains, like we have a whole entire department called Kane's Love that is a budgeted function for each leader in the business that tells you like, hey, everything from a handwritten note to say thank you for your hard work to a gift card to tickets to a sporting and event. And this is all right? to employees. Crew members, individual contributors, yeah. leaders in yeah. our, our support office and our field. That's amazing. And it's a it's a huge budget of the company. It's I think it's a half percent of, of total revenue that goes into this Cane's Love budget. <laughs> That's to a make lot sure, of Cane's Love. To make sure that we're, we're rewarding everybody. That's amazing. So branding is obviously important to you guys. And through the pandemic, DoorDash, Uber Eats, you know, has become more popular. How do you guys balance that phenomenon with, you know, the living the brand and making sure that it's cohesive? Are you guys doing your own own delivery service? How do you guys look at that? So we don't do third-party delivery at all. At all. Okay. Uh, there are some that we don't have a relationship with, and they will just do it anyway. They'll yeah. show up, but they have to show up as a customer and order at the and counter. Is that a branding decision? We don't want to outsource that? There's a couple reasons for it. Uh, I think one is Cane's is, is really an experience that I think is, is best in the restaurant, fresh, hot chicken. We cook to order. Yep. We don't have any heat lamps. Experience. Let's yeah. let's just focus on that word right. for a minute. Yeah. Because yes. you can't control the experience beyond outside we of cannot. your doors. We cannot. And, okay. and let's be honest, French fries, no matter who's making them, whatever company, they don't travel well. And if, if somebody from Uber Eats or DoorDash, no offense to those companies, is going to deliver it, those French fries are, are not going to be amazing. They're yeah. probably going to be soggy. They're probably going to be cold. And, and if they're as good as Raising Cane's, they're probably stealing a few. Yes, possibly, <laughs> possibly, yeah. But, it, you know, for us, it's about, like, we want, especially if you go to a new, new market, like, we're going to open in Manhattan in July, right in Times Square. And Damn. If the first experience that somebody had at Raising Cane's was a delivery through a third party and it took 45 minutes to get to their house and it's cold chicken and all that, it's not an amazing, it's, it's not our best. Right. Yeah. And we want right. somebody to come in and experience us at our best, especially when we're introducing them for the first time. We, we have zero margin for error. Think about it this way. There's one thing on our menu, it's chicken fingers. So... If you came to Raising Cane's today and, and you had a mediocre chicken tender and that was your first experience, was, why would you ever come back? There's literally nothing else on the menu. Because that's your thing. That is it. That is your thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, you, that and sauce, by the way. Yes, the sauce. <laughs> but, but you might be forgiving of another brand that has a broader menu because yeah. you go and order something and it wasn't amazing. And you might just think to yourself, well, I didn't enjoy that particular menu item, but I'll go back and try something else. Maybe it was what I ordered. Yeah. yeah. With us, there's nothing else to order, right? Interesting. 
it, 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 it's simple, but it's incredibly complex that we have to get it right for every customer. Have you ever tried to expand the menu? Because you always see these franchises, I mean, they, j McDonald's, obviously, with the, they, they created the Big Mac to, to you know, go against the Whopper. And it's like they're constantly creating these new Shamrock Shakes or some stupid shit <laughs> that's novelty. How dare you say the Shamrock that, Shake is a stupid idea. Oh, my idea. God. In, in, in our industry, we call that a, an LTO or limited time offer. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, we, we have not changed our menu in the 26 years that we've been in business. In fact, last year was our 25th anniversary we had billboards around that said 25 years of not fixing what ain't yeah. broke. You know, like it, it, it works. So we're here in Las Vegas and In-N-Out is obviously famous here on the West Coast. Yes. Uh, and they have a very simple menu as well. However, they have a secret menu. Does Raising Cane's have a secret menu that oh, I should know about? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, there are some things on the menu that are not on the menu that you can order in the restaurant. One of them on. is bobbed toast. Ooh. So Bob stands for buttered on both sides. Because <laughs> normally our Texas toast has a, a proprietary garlic butter blend that we put on one side of the toast. But if you want it on both sides, you can order it that way. Uh, we do also Next have... Time you can bob it. Yes. Let the man talk. Yeah. What else? <laughs> we, we do also have uh, honey mustard, which is not on the menu. It, we do make it fresh in-house. It is amazing. It's really good. It's offered. It's there. You can order it, but it's just not uh, visible on the menu. Um, we do have, uh, of course, you can mix our, our tea and lemonade together for an Arnold Palmer, even though uh -huh. it's not on the menu. Um, you know, we do have uh, naked tenders. If somebody is uh, not wanting the breading on the outside of their chicken, we, like we, will, we, will, cook them, we will cook them without the, the breading. So. Without the breading. Nobody this needs, is why we have a podcast, Nobody, Chad. Nobody needs this naked cheese. This is why we okay? do these interviews. The only thing I ask for anybody who's listening is please uh, come into the restaurant when you order those specialty items. Don't be in the drive-thru because it really messes up our throughput. But no, we, we, we Sounds encourage, like a deal. Yeah, Sounds we encourage like everybody deal. to come try the, the special items. So we're here at Unleash. We're in the Expo Hall. I know it's early, but any companies that you're looking to talk to, anyone that's sort of stood out in your time here? You know, I always like to see the, the little startups and the little the pavilions oh, and, yes. and yeah. sometimes i find it fascinating because uh maybe it's a problem that we haven't encountered yet but i see that somebody's trying to solve a problem that i didn't even know was a problem and it kind of keys me into like things in our business that maybe i should be looking deeper into so i like to go talk to you know the one-man booths where they've got a little laptop computer and they just created some yeah. technology yeah. how many times have you actually walked up though and they're like here's the problem we're trying to solve and, and you're like that's not a problem I don't know how many startups I've yes, seen. Yeah. It's like, is that really a problem? And it may not be a problem for us, but yeah. I assume it's a problem for somebody. You know, I hope it is. Otherwise, they're probably not going to be, you know, very successful with their they startup. They will not be getting out of the kiosk <laughs> alley anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. That's J.D. Cummings, everybody. Yes. J.D., uh, for our listeners who want to know more, more about you or have some delicious chicken, yes. where would you send them? Uh, follow me on LinkedIn, uh, visit us at any one of our 700 restaurants here in the U.S., or, uh, or visit our career site and come join me on this wonderful journey. Yes. Why did we schedule this during lunch? <laughs> God damn it. Another one is in the can, and where's the buffet? We, we out. Wow, look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chat and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way... There's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. 
No, you hung out with these two chuggleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.